You are now locked into the People's Podcast, The Bunt, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Party time, excellent. Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Jones, I got my main man, the ghost, with me. As always, Ants one behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, couldn't do it without you, B. We are here for another barn burner of an episode. Ghost, tell the people what we're working with. Oh man, we got a barn burner young legend in the game. The one, the only, Louis Lopez. You know what I'm saying? 2019 Olympic team. Hopefully 2020. You know what I'm saying? Pushing the limits of skateboarding nonstop. What an honor to have the, the little man in the building. Actually, he's pretty tall these days. But uh, yeah, we got Louie. Then we taking you straight to the post office. Got a, a good voice memo from the good homie Mitch. Shouts to you, little man. And then you know what time it is. The rundown. And football's one week closer. Hey, <laughs> hey. As always, make sure to like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Instagram at the Bunt Live. Get your voice notes and emails into the Bunt Live at gmail.com. And while you're on your computer surfing the World Wide Web, head over to thebuntlive.com. You can catch all our old episodes logged for your listening pleasure. Ain't that the truth? Yo, Donald, we celebrated your birthday this past weekend. How you feeling, brother? It was an epic night, house party at your crib. It was quite the barn burner. Another year older, 32. How you feeling, blood? You know what I'm noticing as the years go by? The hangovers last a little bit longer and longer. <laughs> I'm hurting today, man. And that was four days ago, dog. Uh, I feel you, dog. I definitely feel you. You went to the spa the next morning, though, at least. So when you sent me that selfie with your shiny-ass face from the facial, <laughs> I was quite confused but happy that it was uh, just some facial shit and not you sweating, dying in the morning. You got to take care of yourself, man. Treat yourself to the finer things in life. And being a part of the number one podcast in the world allows us to do that. Damn, Skippy. I just came from a fucking rub and tug. I mean, (laughs) just kidding, baby. I would never. Uh, Anyways. And that brings us to one of the finer moments of the podcast. The go shout out of the week. What you got for us? Oh my God. I'm so happy that I got to watch Vans Take It Back video because I had a horrible taste in my mouth from a part that came out earlier this week. But instead of hating on that, I'm going to give a massive shout out to the legend of Satan's Pain who just blessed us with a new full part, Jeff Rowley. Man, did you watch it yet? No, but shouts out to my old email, rallyrips at hotmail.com, man. Hell yeah. Reggie, he does a half cab heel blunt on like a ditch thing. Insane. Still jumping on huge hubbas. Such inspiration. I love watching dudes we uh, looked up to when we were kids still pushing themselves at this age. Mm-hmm. We feel old. I can only imagine how sore he is after skating the shit. He's still skating. So shout out to you, Rally. You actually saved Sebo Walker from the wrath 
that I was about to drop on his dusty ass. You can still but, give it to him. Sh- oh shit! Hit him with a little something. Hit him with a little. Something. He needs your help, actually. All right. Sebo Walker's friends need to help him choose his tricks a Reggie, little wiser. I don't know what what's going on with Crooked and him, but they just put out a video that he was not in. What's up with that? I don't know. I was he, gonna shout out that video. That video. Cromer obviously shut it down. Whew. That guy's just floating around doing his thing. He looks good in New York man. and worse. But yo, back to Sebo for a second. Reggie, you're a classic example of you've got all the talent in the world, but I think he's just one of those weirdo, like fucking trying to be different dudes. Maybe he's not even trying. Maybe he just is that weird. Mm-hmm. But with the weird grip tape and the disgusting trick selection, did you see he did that, fired up, that front foot wraparound thing to switch Manny switch flip? That like, switch flip was The switch huge. flip out is insane and takes so much skill, but the first part of that just made me puke. Uh, Another line Jed showed me uh, the other day before I'd watched the part was uh, he does a three shove on flat, lands one foot, doesn't put oh, the other he, foot down, pushes. keeps pushing, oh, yeah. ends it with a big spin front nose, which you know he can do those every try. So you know he left the house that day being like, Yo, I'm going to get a three shove to one foot right away. Get the fuck out of here, blood. Bruh. There's, there's too much shit to name. That, that whole part was disgusting but then he'll do a switch flip front board on a big ass rail in his part and you're like why don't why doesn't why don't you just film more shit like that so and I stop think you clowning just explained yourself exactly why he wasn't in the crooked video yeah i don't know if he's still on the team or what the deal is because their instagram posted the part so it's very confusing but you got cromer on your team and i don't know bobby how, yeah and then how can you have someone with that trick selection on your team it, it doesn't make sense, but uh, everything in the world doesn't have to make sense. Nothing man. against you as a person, because we've never met you. I'm sure you're a fine dude, but <coughs> God, yo, let's end this on a high note, bro. Yeah, what yeah. was your Jeff Rowley? Yeah. Jeff Rowley, baby, you fucking rip, dog. Anyways, let's keep it moving. On to uh, some very important news for the people. The Empire Open is coming. It's only a few weeks away. And we're super hyped to announce the winner of the contest. Thank you to everyone for your entries. They were absolutely beast. The good homie, Karan Gale, coming through with one minute of unused bangers. It's undeniable, Uh, man. I mean, I I can't believe he actually threw unused shit on Instagram like a beast like that. But I'm sure once you guys peep the clip on our Insta, at the Bunt Live, you'll be quite impressed and uh, i'm looking forward to his run already man i'm gonna make him try a switch tray and just because karan won doesn't mean you guys can't go we're talking the empire open presented by monster and vance august 29th to september 1st at Lataz skate park in beautiful montreal quebec open to ams and pros male and female 40k cash purse dog everybody's got a chance to secure the bag don't miss this one it's going to be a fucking barn burner, you heard? Like we said, we got Louis Lopez in the building. Man, we say this all the time, but this guy needs no introduction. Absolute footy machine. Doing it for cons. Fucking awesome. All the right sponsors. All the right tricks. Louis Lopez, baby. Perennial Sodi contender. It is what it is. Y'all already know. Let's get this fucking interview popping right after I crack a green can. That's right. Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner, the only buzz. All right, yo, we got Louis Lopez in the building. 
What's happening, man? What's good? Straight chilling, man. You good? Yeah, I'm posted. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate and favorite sports moment. Favorite skate moment? Probably just when I was younger, just learning how to ollie and shit, just the basics pretty much. How old were you? Uh, I started skating when I was about five and then I just fucked around. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just fucked around just like sitting on the board and but until I was about six I actually started trying to like ollie and, and all that no wonder you're a fucking prodigy six <laughs> yeah started young man <laughs> that's what's up and then for sports when I was younger I liked to play basketball so I just remember being at school and I had an older cousin and he was like couple years older than me so i just hang out with them but i wanted to be funny and like make everyone laugh so i was like all right when this kid goes to shoot i'm a pantom (laughs) 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 i didn't think nothing of it but so what i went for i pantsed him but like i got his boxers too oh no (laughs) (laughs) and it just went really it it just didn't go too well and i got in trouble so i guess that would be like one of the funnier ones (laughs) that's amazing did you get beat up for that or what Nah, I ran. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> there you go. So where did you come up and how did you get into skating? I grew up in uh, Hawthorne, California, and I just started skating. My older cousin was just, I always wanted to do whatever he was doing. So pretty much he got a board. I wanted a board and just remember watching uh, X Games and then saw Tony Hawk. And I was like, oh, that's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty classic. So, uh, who was your squad coming up? We heard you would skate with Antoine, Furby, Theotis, and those guys. Any stories from those days? Yeah, I mean, I remember because the local park, everyone would just go and skate there. And for a while, it was one of the only parks in LA that had lights on. So it was pretty popping. A lot of people would come and skate. But um, Theotis would always be there, Furby, Antoine. And I remember being there when like Reynolds came and was like, looking at the Otis and he was busting. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just, so I grew up skating there and then pretty much just grew up watching those guys. Crazy. What's Furby saying these days, man? He's chilling. He's chilling. Yeah. I think he's just working and stuff and he's got a kid. So he's just doing that stuff. But, um, he'll hit me up every now and then for like some wheels or something that he's just trying to keep skating and shit. Dope. I miss Furby being, uh, a superstar in the game yeah man hell yeah his parts were insane the baggy clothes and shit yeah. so good <laughs> him and antoine with the no arm steez but yeah. like jumping off buildings hell yeah the good shit yeah i'd be at the park too trying to mimic them just when i was younger i'd just try to do shit with my hands down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny so what was your first big break into the skate industry well i got sponsored by a skate shop it's called Mainline when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And the only way I got on the team, they like were like, we need to see your uh, report card. We need to see how your grades are. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> For some reason, like the team manager at the time of the skate shop was like, let's see how your grades are. Let's see if you, you know. He so just, random. Like, I know, it was pretty weird. But uh, that was my first sponsor. And then after that, my main, the biggest, the bigger sponsor was Volcom. And I got on Volcom when I was about like 11 or 12. Crazy. And then I was just flow for a while, and I guess that'd pretty much be it. They started taking me on trips and whatnot. Crazy. Still on Volcom, right? Still on Volcom, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is madness. Been, From the it's, beginning. It's been a while. 
<laughs> so you're a young buck at 24. We usually like to interview older cats. But, for uh, sure. <laughs> you know, sometimes we got to make exceptions for young goats such as yourself. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you've been killing it in the mainstream for over a decade now. So, you know what I'm saying? You've been around the block and back. But you burst onto the scene and flips extremely, sorry, with your yeah. long ass hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you remember about filming for that video and shredding with the flip legends? I remember the first time I got picked up, my dad was like, my dad, uh, I had to go to work with my dad. He, he pulled me out of school and they had, they're like, we're going to pick you up in the van. We're going to have Jeff on the session. Damn, I, was like, I couldn't I couldn't sleep at night. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. I remember being at my dad's job at like six in the morning, just waiting for them <laughs> to come and get me. But they finally picked me up. And it was just as soon as I hopped in the bag, the, the van, Jeff and you and Bowman were in it. And uh, they were just puffing cigs. It was so smoky in there. <laughs> And uh, we went to a couple spots and got a trick. And um, yeah, that was the first time. But there's been a lot of memories for sure. Just being young and going out with those dudes. And they were still at that time just, you know, killing it heavily. For sure. Was there any uh, rookie hazing? Did you get picked on or slapped around? <laughs> Not picked on too hard. But um, I guess it's just the kid you are. You know, yeah. like I was kind of quiet into myself, so they could, I, they couldn't really do much, I don't think. But if you're like that annoying, like, you know, yeah. rowdy kid, of course they'll fuck with you a bit more. But I pretty much got along with everyone on a on a good level. Uh, looking back at that footage, you just look like the kid that would get picked on with just <laughs> so tiny with your long hair flying around. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, definitely there's probably been a few things but nothing that stands out really yeah no that's good that's good for him yeah we've yeah. heard some bad yeah, stories yeah. man yeah oh for sure some kids get it rough yeah <laughs> getting into the van for the first couple times doesn't always go so well so you were doing your thing for globe for a long time at what point did you make the move to cons and what was behind the decision i had rode for globe for a while and that was pretty much a that happened through like flip they were pretty much in cahoots at that time like a lot of people on flip were on globe so mm -hmm. that happened and that it was really cool but i just felt like you know obviously i wanted to switch it up and uh i actually didn't even have a shoe sponsor like when i quit globe like nothing official they just talked to people so i, I didn't have a shoe sponsor for like a year but Damn. i knew it was so i knew it was something i wanted to do and yeah so just pretty much called it quits with that and Converse happened. Hey, I'm sure there's no regrets there. No, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. <laughs> you, were, you were like, well, David Gonzalez is already a mini human, but you were like a mini, mini David. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the flip globe combo, long hair, little man. Flip globe, Volcom. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> All that. <laughs> so you must have spent some quality time with the legend Tom Penny over the years. Do you have any Penny stories that maybe the people haven't heard? He's a shit. He's um, it's interesting traveling with them because like when people like there's sample bags, you know, companies bring for like trade shows or something, whatever's going on, mm -hmm. and that fucking bag is huge. It's like three big suitcases, like it's huge, and that's what he goes on trips with, and he just has all the fits in there, <laughs> all the fits. <laughs> it's insane. So yeah, I mean, he just. You'll see him just break off, change his fit like a couple times a day. <laughs> if if it, and he just comes back with some fly shit. 
And it's just, it's always funny just seeing them get all geared up. That's crazy. So you've been selected to be on the U.S. Olympic skate team. Quite the honor. Congrats to you. (laughs) What are your thoughts on skating in the Olympics? And what are you most looking forward to? Um, I mean, this is actually good because everyone, for some reason, thinks that, like, it's 100% that it's going to happen. But um, I made the 2019 team. And there's still going to be a 2020 team. Oh, okay. So, so it really doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. They just like wanted to bring hype around it, I guess. Right. So, okay. It's actually fucked though because everyone, like my family and everyone, they're all like, "Congrats, sick! Yeah. Like we're coming to Tokyo. We want to go." <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "There's a couple more contests. We'll see how it goes." I mean, so far it's looking all right. So we'll see. You just have to be a top three with the the contest. Like your points at the end just add yeah. up, so we'll see how that goes. Damn. Well, yeah. I guess we don't want to jinx it by talking about it as if you're already locked in. No, I mean whatever. If it happens, it happens. If not, fuck it. <laughs> Good luck, bro. Me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of controversy. Some people hate the idea. Me and Donald are personally down. We think it's going to be entertaining, regardless of if it's kooky or not. It's going to be mm-hmm. a fun experience, yeah, yeah. especially if you're an athlete. Like. Hanging out in the Olympic Village is going to be trippy, I'm sure. Hell yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. I've heard a lot of shit about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those U.S. uniforms you get to rock too, walking in and yeah. the opening ceremonies and stuff. That'll be insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Sure. So guys like you and Ashad Ware have managed to balance the line between skating contests and doing the mainstream thing while maintaining your street cred and just overall credibility which is easier said than done. Sometimes watching the street leagues, it's definitely a reminder that you guys are few and far between. There's some kookiness <laughs> definitely going down. <laughs> Thank you. Have there been any situations in the past where you've had to turn down money or consciously just be like, I can't do this. I can't cross that invisible line into the kook verse. Um, for sure. And uh, there's been times where I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do this or fuck it, I'm going to do this. But I've always... Most and foremost, always cared about just like footage and street skating because that's just what matters to me the most. And at one point, I did have an energy drink sponsor, and that was kind of just I did it, and I did it for like you know I was like thinking afar in the future. I'm like fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. But I guess I came to mind that I'm kind of still young, so I don't really have to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I was like fuck, like I don't know how much longer I got. I might just do this. Like, <laughs> The Early twenties. <laughs> no, no, but uh, after a while, I realized that really wasn't like at all what I wanted to do, and I quit that. And then, yeah, that's just kind of that balance, I guess, is what matters to me the most. Mm-hmm. Just first, like most importantly, skate, like having street and all, like skating, filming, and all that, and the contests are just, you know, it's not the main focus. Hey, well, respect, man. There's a lot of skaters out there in the contest world, but. Like I said, very few still have that street cred. And like, like you said, like your video parts mean the most to you. And it, and it shows like as fans from the outside looking in. Of course. I was like looking up the Olympic team just to see if he was on it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he is on it. But, <laughs> you know, like it's something that I had to double check just because I'm like, you're just yeah. a street shredder. But you <laughs> got you, Olympic you. shit too. <laughs> Thanks. Trying to, trying to make it happen. <laughs> so... Converse honored you with a shoe. How epic was the whole experience from them telling you they wanted to give you a pro shoe to designing it and finally seeing it made and out in stores? It's actually 
crazy feeling. Yeah. The craziest part of it, though, is seeing, like, my grandma wear them and stuff. Like, Dude. she sports hers. So, like, she, she literally, she's, like, she's old school as shit. So she'll wear one pair of shoes for, like, I swear she has one pair of shoes that she's worn for, like, damn near 15 years or something. <laughs> damn. <laughs> and they're still crispy. They're all yeah. white. They're still, they're still fresh, like, damn. somehow. But so seeing her, like, throw on some fresh kicks and she's just sporting the shit out of them. So I'm like, sick. yeah, there we go. Just seeing the family hyped and seeing kids hyped. And, uh, yeah, so far the feedback's been good. So I'm fucking hyped. Super yeah. clean so, shoe, man. Thank you. Thank you. Do you remember the first uh, stranger you saw skate in them and the first like non-skater you saw chilling in them? First stranger I saw skating in them, it would definitely just have to be at a park in LA, mm -hmm. just skating around. And um, every time I see them, I'm just I'm super hyped. And uh, I like seeing kids skate them to shit. Yeah. Some kids send me photos and they just are fucking Destroyed. worked. They are worked. But, um, and then the first non-skater, it actually have to be my mom's a, my mom like works with teachers and stuff. So she's got like all these teachers copping the shoes, just trying to support. So oh, she'll, send me she'll send me photos of like them in meetings and there'll be like a teacher rocking the kicks. And I was like, that's pretty tight. That's got to be a dope feeling. Yeah, for sure. So two years ago you snapped, but I mean, you snap every year. But pretty two, consistently. Two years ago, yeah, whether or not. It was a conscious effort by you. Definitely your sponsors tried to make a nice. Sodi push for you in 2017. <laughs> we were on Team Tiago, but for sure. we were both on record saying that if you had won it, we would have been happy as well. <laughs> <laughs> neither of us were on Thank that. You. Neither of us <laughs> thought Jamie Foy was going to get it, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sure. get your hopes up at any point? And what was that whole Sodi race like for you? That whole year was crazy because I had never had a cover of, a, of a, like a big skate magazine before that year. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I was in Paris and I found out I got uh, the cover of a skateboard mag. And I was like fucking hyped on that. That's and sick. then got home, like started filming, doing the same shit, and then got surprised with the Thrasher cover. Oof. And then... So all that shit was just kind of, I was super hyped on it. So I was definitely like, all right, all right. You know? <laughs> I was like, okay, like this could be kind of good. And then just kept filming and shit and was just like, fuck it. Why not just try and go all out as much as I can and see what happens. I'd say at one point, it wasn't like I was like, no, nah, there's no way, you know? Yeah. Shit, maybe, maybe this could happen. That's yeah. a possibility. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> that was a tough year, man. That was fucking... All three of you guys were absolutely mm -hmm. killing it. Yeah, it's fucked. But hey, you're 24, man. Plenty of time. Yeah, I'm not tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This year's going to be crazy, though. Yeah, you got some shit yeah. stacked up for this year as well? No, not me. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, not me, but uh, I've seen shit. Like, I'm Suchu's got like 12 minutes of footage or something that i heard Jeez. is no, he, he better win it man <laughs> Fuck, bro. he's been like he's come close but, i hey, feel like a lot of times milton martinez man i've been on trips with him he's done True. some wild shit it's always crazy man. yeah yeah sure. i feel like sometimes thrasher likes the milton gnarly guys more than like suchu's tech ass but he's gnarly too yeah, yeah. it's cool because there'll be two just different types of skaters yeah. exactly. 
we'll see what happens. Yeah, Milton's gonna drop a party. He's like the most fearless skater maybe of all time. Mm-hmm. That that one lip slide he did still makes it's no like sense. A, a daredevil type thing. Right? Yeah, and he's fearless as ever right now. So yeah, Jesus. fucking wild. Just clips in that Aust- <laughs> that Australia video. Holy shit. Yeah. Nose blunt fakie. Fucked up. So you rode for Flip for quite a while. How hard was it to part ways with them? It was it was difficult at like it was for sure difficult but like i said you know when you know there's something that you want to do or need to do it's just like makes it a little easier yeah you're like you're trusting your gut and you're like i really want to do this and it was for the right reasons it's because just you know Nakel and kb and tyshaw and all them are like really good friends of mine so it's not like i'm just you know yeah. just want to like skate with not that like i do have good friends there and stuff but just I, we, we all we all live in LA and we all skate together all the time, so it's like why not? So was it uh, it was already planned that you were gonna move over to fucking awesome before you left Flip? We've always joked about it. Mm-hmm. We've always joked, not really joked about it, but I was like, you know, when it actually happened, I was like, oh shit, this is happening. I got the call from Dilly. He was like, you ready? Let's do this. I'm like, yep, damn, let's get it. So, but it's something we've kind of always, you know, messed around with throughout, and then yeah, as soon as I. Popped it on the gram, got a call from Dale. Oh shit, yeah. for real? So there was yeah. like, you kind of quit without the certainty? Yeah, it wasn't for sure certain. There was talks, you know? Mm-hmm, there right. was talks for sure, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't 100% certain. So Madness, yeah. You did the same thing with uh, Globe, didn't have a shoe sponsor for a year. I like that. Yeah, you, yeah. You bet on yourself, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, shit. May as well. <laughs> Skateboard free agency, man. Yeah, it all worked out for the best. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Hey, Ghost, I got good news for us. A box arrived at my door yesterday, and guess what it is? What do we got, brother? You can't tell by what I'm wearing? Oh, wait. Is that the Bowery flannel? <laughs> you damn right it is. Yo, Brixton, shout out to y'all. Keeping my man fresh. He was looking real dusty after his birthday. He needed a new kit to make that hangover go away. And I guess it was a success, dog. You looking mighty fine. And I'm feeling mighty fine too, all thanks to Brixton's Bowery flannel. You can feel as nice as Donald if you keep up with the latest from Brixton. At Brixton on Instagram, at Brixton MFG on Twitter and at Brixton.com. You heard? Can you take us behind the scenes on a couple insane clips uh, that you put out over the last couple years? Half cab flip crook, that hubba. Oh yeah, that uh, half cab flip crook, that hubba. I actually never done that trick before, but- Jesus. <laughs> I've done half cap flip no slide, so it's just a, a little more. But mm-hmm. that was a kind of a mission. That that spot's probably like an hour and a half from where I live, and you can only skate it at night. So we just drove out there. And it was kind of just you know towards the end of filming for that that video, so just trying to skate as much as I can and get as much as I could. So we just lit that up, and then luckily that worked out, and uh, probably finished skating around like one or two in the morning and i've i hate driving late 
because I get like really sleepy. <laughs> so I remember driving home and I was just like, oh, like t- like dozing off, and I was like, nah, stay up. <laughs> Damn, these stay yeah, alive. Yeah. yeah, no, no, for sure. But um, yeah, about that. That's pretty much what I remember from that. Huey, but you never even done one on a box before that. Like you learned it on the hubba, or you learned it like. Yeah, I feel like it's easier on a hubba because with the hubba, you could kind of like you don't have to pop as high. You kind of gap out a little bit and you have more time. Mm-hmm. A box is a little harder because you, you have to fully like pop it, catch it, lock. I don't know. It's easier to fling out on a hubba. I, yeah, I feel what you're saying, but that still sounds <laughs> insane to learn half cab flip crook on a hubba. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Enough, enough respect. If you, tr- you know, try long enough, something's bound to work some point <laughs> donald let's go to a hubba man i think i got something you gonna get try it, that get it, get it. <laughs> next one this one was fucked the uh bank to rail that you did hurricane half cab flip back in that one we uh that was a, a last minute mission just me uh my friend ed duff and travis we just made the mission to sack just to skate that spot and that was kind of something that we joked around with, like, damn, that'd be sick on it. And um, we lit it up one night, tried it for like two, maybe like two and a half hours. Damn. And then I just woke up all cooked and sore. So I went and got a massage in the morning. Oh. And then I chilled for a sec. And then we went back. And after another like two and a half hours, it worked out. Jesus. So. That one was fucked though, because you know that's just one of those ones where it's just half of those, most of those tries within the two hours weren't even close, and then you just <laughs> land on one and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, made the whole trip worth it. So, yeah, that was that, and uh, we just drove back home after that, and there's some some good energy on the way back on the drive For back. Sure. Dude, five hours combined, and that trick, still watching all your parts again yesterday. <laughs> That just doesn't make sense. That's some video game shit. Dude, that spot is Thank getting you. destroyed, though. Yeah. Like, Eli- yeah. Elijah's trick on that, too, is yeah. insane. Nose grind, nollie flip. Yeah, but, it's, uh, it's, it's perfect for what twisted. it is. It's a, it's a pretty much a perfect quarter pipe to a rail, so. Yeah. I don't even think but, I would ever try and 50 that thing, so when I see, like, the hammers saying, you guys bro. do, I'm just like, <laughs> the fuck's going on, yo? <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> And then uh, the another fucking mind bender was uh, your Ender in purple. Was that the Thrasher cover, the back nose blunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was, that was a, straight savage. How how'd that sesh go? So obviously, for like you know, when your companies are working on projects, a lot of the times the mags are kind of like it'd be cool to get someone from the yeah. video to try to get a cover. So John Colthard, the commerce photographer, he's like. We got a couple of days, they want to cover, da 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 So we were going out trying to do shit, nothing worked. And then on the last day that he had to submit a photo, we, or actually the day before the last we tried it, got kicked out, didn't work. So the last day to get the photo, we went back. And you only get about 20 minutes on a good day. Like you get kicked out quick. So we just went up there and uh, flinged a few out and Luckily, one worked out, Damn. and we faced, yeah, we were FaceTiming Ben Shadorn, the one that edited the video, like, while it was happening, they were at dinner, mm-hmm. and then they were just sitting there eating dinner, watching, and then we got <laughs> it, and we just, they were just like, we need this trick, let's get it, like, so that was just one of those ones where, yeah, all worked out, 
in the nick of time and then they got the cover Crazy. perfect but you couldn't work out any better cover and loot, end, end of the damn video <laughs> yeah it was, i was hyped on that one because i didn't have an ender for like i was tripping you know mm-hmm. and the deadline was coming up so i was like fuck <laughs> what about so the front blunt just... kick flip man the ollie up front blunt kick flip into the bank oh yeah yeah that's that uh... was insanely perfect man like couldn't have been done better <laughs> thank you that was uh so lee berman he he grew up in boston He's a Converse TM, and that's a spot that he's always. He's got all these spots that uh, that he grew up skating. He was younger or something, so he took us there, and yeah, I've been there a couple times, never skated it, and that time, flung that one out, and that was that was before we were gonna drive to somewhere else, so we just kind of had to go there early in the morning. Worked out. <laughs> Turn up, bro. All right, let's go back in time a bit. Can you tell us about the magical night you turned eighteen? We heard there was a special female guest. Yep, that one was pretty. That was funny as hell. So yeah, me and my dad get along really well. He's like my homie. So he's like, 18th birthday, don't worry, I got you. So he's <laughs> I was like, all right, for sure. So basically, just you know, had a party, and then he got a couple strippers. They got a couple strippers to come <laughs> over, and it was just, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny, man. They're like dropping wet. Uh, no, like a. Uh, wax down their body oh like, <laughs> and i had to lay under it i was just like <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking wild night it was a it was a crazy one damn your pops knows what's up classic 18th birthday you know strippers <laughs> your dad's a he real one man that's what's oh, yeah. up <laughs> he did it right he did it right Love <laughs> our boy mason silva his dad's a teacher and apparently he was your teacher in grade eight did you give Mr. Silva a hard time? How was that? So yeah, that's how I met Mason. His dad was my school teacher, and his dad was obviously like a, a cooler teacher. So he, just because I knew uh, me and Mason would skate sometimes, and um, obviously he knew I skated, he would cut me a lot more slack. <laughs> like I, like I'd, I'd, uh, like I'd be able to be in class with my headphones, or, or just like you know, because he was just a homie, but. I didn't really cause him too much trouble. The only thing he would say is he would like, when he'd drive by in the mornings, he'd honk at me and my friend because we'd just be walking mad slow, just like, <laughs> he'd see us walking to school just mad slow and like the bell had been rang. <laughs> so he's like, just fuck you with this honking, just like, come on, let's go. And yeah, that's that's pretty much that. But yeah, that's how I met Mason. It's pretty funny. A lot of people don't know that. That's sick. <laughs> so we hear you tend to cry a lot when you're drunk. Why? Oh my god, who sent you that? <laughs> Why are you getting so emotional when you have a buzz on, man? Man, I don't cry a lot. We'll, just go, we'll go that's that for the record. Um, but you know, you have enough fucking drinks in you, you get all you get you know, getting your feelings and then sometimes you shed a tear. Like Hey man. It's not a big deal. Fuck it. <laughs> Tell your homies you love them and stuff is what it is. Yeah, you know you know how it goes. But that's just you know, that's like I'm not like a fighter, you know. I'm, yeah. I get emotional. <laughs> So fuck it. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty pretty funny. But that doesn't happen all the time, so don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it twisted. I don't want anyone coming up to me and being like, all right, you going to cry now or what? <laughs> nah. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier your iPad was disabled, so you had to run across the street. Yeah. So you bought the house across the street from the one you grew up in? Yeah, yeah. Is that, so, is that what popped up? What's the story there? Uh, basically just where I live, it's just a lot of 
our family. It's like my parents, the house I grew up with, and my sister, and and back of that's my cousin. It's just all the family kind of cycles through, you know. So nice. before that, it was my aunts and uh, my cousin that got me into skating, and now my cousin has a family. So my aunt moved out, and he now he lives in the house in back. So it kind of just cycles out. Yeah, um, he lives there with his family, and in back of that's my grandma. No way. And then. Yeah, pretty much. I just, like, the next step for me was just, like, I'm just going to move across the street. It's too good. Like, I, like it's hard to get, you know, we got a good thing. I could just go across the street and just, mm-hmm. when I'm bored, just see mom, see grandma. Like, I saw all of them right before this. It was, it was cool. That's awesome, man. Love it's it. It's the dream, yeah. dog. Yeah, for sure. So, who's Amos? Amos. Who's Amos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my dog right there. <laughs> that's just my homie. It's your pup? Oh. Yeah, that's, that, 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 no, no, no. That's just my homie. Oh. Who say? Who, who told you to ask that one, Louis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just he was just throwing out random shit. But yeah, that's my homie. He's pretty, we're pretty much together all the time. If you guys ever see him, he's a character. He's definitely the life of the party. <laughs> Give us a story from from hanging out with Amos. So I was in at Zoomies 100K in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I was going to Brazil after for a contest, but uh, we didn't think about it, but you need like, I got a new passport, so I didn't have a Brazilian visa in it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't gonna be able to go. So I needed to get my old passport to Colorado somehow. So I called him up like, I was like, yo, if, if uh, Lee from Converse is like, I'll buy him a flight if he brings your old passport to Colorado. Damn. I was like, All right. So I was like, yo, can you, uh, you ready to leave in a couple hours? We'll get you a flight to Colorado. He's like, hell yeah, I've never seen the snow before. <laughs> <laughs> so he hops on the flight, delivers the passport, and yeah, we got to, you know, have that party, and he got to see snow for the first time. That's and so sick. he came through. Hell yeah, <laughs> Pretty <Amos>. funny. <laughs> That's the good homie, man, ready to hop on a flight mm-hmm. at a moment's notice. Yeah, the goat. <laughs> The quest to give every Bunt listener a box continues, and you know exactly what time it is. It's time to put some hater blockers over some eyes and some diamonds on their wrists from the one and only CHPO brand. Shout out to Andrew Guardhouse, who won last week's contest. It was so successful. We're going to do it again and hide another logo at chpobrand.com. It's a race, people. Be there or be square. You trying to get fresh? <laughs> you know what to do. Email a screenshot to the buntlive at gmail.com. And before you know it, a box is going to be showing up at your door from the one and only CHPO brand. So can you tell us a bit about getting addicted to pills after you broke your arm? <laughs> at what point did you realize it was a problem and how'd you find, and how'd you kick the habit no that's just louie fucking around i never had a <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i was like damn it's about to get so deep like it seemed like such a real it seemed like it kind of out no, of character no. yeah no, no. we were just sitting there he's like what should i ask them i was like fuck it let's just uh make it seem like i had a drug problem or something oh. <laughs> <laughs> no we're just fucking around all right, all right. <laughs> fuck sakes um, <laughs> but you have broken your arm a lot, right? That's the truth. I've broken this fucker four times. Holy God shit. damn. My left arm. All skating? Yeah. All skating. I actually wanted the first time I broke it, I was trying to impress a girl. <laughs> I was like, 
I was just trying to like say now there's slides and there's like a bar on top. I, f- yeah. I had this move where I would like swing off the bar and gap out the whole s- the whole slide and like yeah. clear it to flat. And I was like, oh, she's gonna be hyped on this. You know, I've had I had a crush on this chick for for a while. I'm like, hey, check this out. I got buckled and broke my arm. Oh <laughs> my god! Damn. Did you get the girl? A, nah, <laughs> it didn't it didn't really work out. <laughs> but that was my first time, and then. All the other times, just been skating the same way, just like hyperextended, and it just just goes. So, we do this show out of Toronto. We grew up with your homie and Converse teammate Bobby DeKaiser. Yeah, yeah. Do you have uh, any travel stories from Bobby? Maybe throw him under the bus if you could. That'd be nice. <laughs> throw him under the bus. It's hard to throw him under the bus because he's pretty. He's pretty on point. He's pretty he's clean, just, man. He doesn't like. We'll be in the van. He's reading books. Like, <laughs> he's a, like he's pretty on it. Like, um, I mean, as everyone knows, he's fucked on the board. So you just sit. A lot of us just sit down and watch him just skate flat. And yeah, he's crazy as fuck. <laughs> Bobby Damn. dodged it, man. Damn it. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, he. If he doesn't land a trick in a in a short amount of time, he gets pretty wild. He's <laughs> screaming, he's screaming, and uh, just fucking losing his mind. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I guess nothing changes on nah, the road or at home. Same old. Man. Oh, he fucking screams off the top of his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard a story, another story about you at Zoomies 100K. You might have uh, been trying edibles for the first time. Oh yeah, that was a crazy one. I don't smoke or nothing, so. I don't smoke for that reason because I mm-hmm. freak out. And I was chilling with Alec, and he was just, he smokes and he just loves it. So he's like popping edibles, just like these gummies. <laughs> he's just eating these gummies like no one's business. So I have one, and I'm just kind of like, I should have known because, you know, it's kind of like your first time drinking or something, you know, you like mm-hmm. take a shot, you're like, I don't feel it. Give <laughs> me another one. Yeah. I'm still not drunk. Fuck. Like, so I took one and then like waited. A little, I was like, I don't feel nothing, man. Like, he's like, fuck it, these are mellow. Like, take another one. No, like, all right, bro. I don't know what the fuck happened. I was just, we were trying, we were supposed to go to dinner, and I just remember walking to dinner, and I just was like having to talk to people and just like losing my mind. I was like, oh, I just told him like we got to go back upstairs. I turn off all the lights. I just have to go to sleep. <laughs> and he was high, he was high too, so he's like, fuck it, I'm down. <laughs> so he just, <laughs> so he just went upstairs and crashed out for a couple hours and woke up went to the party and it was fine but it's just it's crazy like i was just i remember taking a shit and i was just like everything felt slow motion i felt like i took a shit for like two hours (laughs) (laughs) i was literally like moving in slow motion and then i'm sure it was normal but it was just like everything was fucking crazy so yeah that's why i don't do that (laughs) well don't blame you so um You've been riding for FA for a little bit now. Uh, what's it been like since you switched over, and what are you guys working on? Right now, nothing in particular. We're going. We're just going on trips. We got another trip at the end of the month, but that's just kind of how those guys operate, I guess. Like I'm learning that you just go skate, get footage, and then they kind of just throw everything together. Benny works his magic. So, yeah, just keeping it mellow, going on trips, filming, and uh, when there's enough footage, Benny makes. Some dope shit. Living your fucking best life, eh? Cons, F.A. Hell yeah. Got all the no, dope stoked, sponsors. Man. I'm really hyped right now. Keep it going, G. In a pretty good spot, man. Thank you, thank you. All right, so 
other than working with FA, what's next for Louis Lopez? What's next? Same old shit. Just keep skating, filming, and uh, I guess we'll see if make it out to Tokyo or not. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's about it right now. Well, yeah, hopefully there's an Olympic appearance in your future and a Sodi trophy at some point. Thank you. Keep shredding, young blood. Thanks, man. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And this week, we brought to you by Local Trading and the boys at Pyramid Country. They've picked a winner from last week's Pyramid Trick Contest. Shout out to Jonathan Perillo for his banger over at the Berkeley Park on that Pyramid hip. Looking real buttas. Peep it at Local Trading. Local thinks this trick needs a name of its own. So this week's contest is to go to at Local Trading where they've posted up Jonathan's banger and comment with the name. Best name gets a mixed box of all the Local brands. And remember, the boys at Local don't give a shit about no borders. So this contest applies to the known universe. All right, Louis Lopez, you jabroni. Let's get it popping. Favorite skater? Jake Johnson. Favorite video part? Tom Penny, sorry. Favorite style? Ken Milton and Grant Taylor. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Honestly, probably like Day One Song or something because I grew up seeing him at a skate park locally. So, Damn. Sick. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Fuck it, probably KB. He skates when he wants and just blows minds. <laughs> Favorite trick? Frontside flip. Hardest trick for you? Hard flip. <laughs> most illegal trick probably like 360 shove it or something <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> favorite clip you've ever gotten probably that one we talked about earlier the hurricane kick flip inside Damn. gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed one time i saw milton it's just i think cory duffel all into it but he it's pretty much like off a bridge into a steep bank and he just like you roll at it the opposite way of the bank. So he like frontside flipped off this like bridge pretty much into the bank, but it was fucked up and really steep. I don't know if that could paint a picture in anyone's head, but that was the one. <laughs> Sounds gnarly and knowing knowing Milton's skating. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was my Are we going to see it soon? Has it come out yet? It's come out. I'm pretty sure it was in like a Converse Thrasher Texas trip. Okay, so. Like a texas trip video pretty sure it's in that check it out we'll go find that what's the one trick that got away i remember when i was younger there's that 605 ditch and i was trying to fakey big flip into it and uh that's the one that ardo did like switch back 180 yeah yeah and i just remember we went there like mad times probably like six times and i never did it so off the top of my head sorry to everyone that i made go back Six times for that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been dope. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? Well, I mean, I always laugh at Mason when he tries shit. He tries crazy shit, but his bails before are so funny. But he ends <laughs> up landing it and doing it. But he yeah. just got he's just got some funny bails sometimes. So I guess I would say that I'll just throw out that he's got a he's got a funny bunt. <laughs> <laughs> Mason looks like a bunter, but then he stomps it. Yeah, then he stomps it next try. I like that. What's the last new trick you learned? Switch hard foot. Damn. Sick. <laughs> Do they look good though? 
It's a work would in you, progress. It's a work in progress. Would you film one in a part yet? I haven't. No. I, uh, it's kind of one of the ones that, like, when I'm skating flat, I'll, like, fling them out. Right. I need a little bit more time, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's on the way. <laughs> Dream job after skating. Fuck, I guess just owning my own company of some sort. Being involved still. Favorite local brand? Fuck it. Probably FA. <laughs> Favorite local skater? KB. <laughs> What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Probably Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, hey, fuck it. It, uh, it is what it is. Shout out. Retirement planning, that, man. You got a house now and everything. I'm sure they yeah, helped yeah. a little I bit. I mean, you know, thanks for rocking with me. <laughs> <laughs> much love, much love. Favorite teammate ever? Rest in peace, Ben Ramers. Yeah. Worst teammate ever. All right, growing up, actually, you know who would torture me the most growing up was Dustin Dolan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's not the worst. Now, I mean, but at the time, he just like grind, he just fucks with you so hard. When I was younger, Dustin. Now, <laughs> now we're, we're solid homies. We're good. That's the bro. <laughs> worst company. I'm going to go with uh, Mongoose Skateboards. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> they make bikes too? Yep. Haven't heard that one yet, so respect on digging up something real nice. That's knowledge. <laughs> they got them right next to the bikes at fucking Walmart. Hell yeah. Worst trend. I don't know. You see a lot of kids that just, you feel like strictly skate for Instagram. And you also see when they learn a new trick. And they just throw it straight on Instagram rather than just like going and filming it and saving it for a part or something. Yo, you old school, my dog. <laughs> that shit bothers me too. It's just no surprise when you see like, oh, new trick, learn that. And you're like, it's in their next part. Yeah, it's going to be in your next part. Yeah, it's annoying when everything gets spoiled on Instagram. Like it's one thing to film a trick on Instagram that you've already put in a part. Or maybe it's so tech that you can only do it at a skate park or something. Yeah, yeah. But when you already know you want to get it in a line and street, it's like, don't go film it on Instagram and post it right away. For sure. I dig that. Worst style. I'm going to throw a jab at Louis Elliott just to fuck with him. <laughs> I love it. He's still working on those dusty nollie flips. <laughs> hey, he's got a mean kickflip, though. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh. I'm going to go ahead and say Gary Rogers. Oh, damn. Damn. Because yeah, he might he might snitch on you on Tuesday, man. You don't <laughs> you don't even know what's coming next with that fool. <laughs> I wonder that you go skate with him, and then next thing you know, he's just dropping bare jokes at your expense on Tuesday. You're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh... All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up the interview with Louie. Man, thank you so much, dog. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Big respects. Hell yeah, little man. Yeah. I mean, little big man, young man big frame now? these days. <laughs> Welcome back to the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, it's all about the Stance Socks Mortal Kombat collab. They got the Scorpion Socks, Sub-Zero Socks, and the classic Finish Him Socks. It's only a matter of time before they're all gone, so don't sleep. Head down to your local skate shop and get yours before it's too late. It's time to crack open some emails. Let's get to it. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Jack Gibson. What's goody? Love the show. Epic guest, and the lingo is contagious, you dig? 
Thanks for keeping it real in the podcast world and keep up the Instagram trend hate. I was wondering what your best spot kickout story is. Anyways, shouts to my Indiana skaters and Rhett and Minus Skate Shops for always holding it down. Damn, yo. A lot of great stories come to mind. It was probably one of my top 10 hardest laughter moments of my life. It'll be <laughs> hard to for you to picture it as funny as being there, but... We went to this indoor eight stair rail back in the day in the winter. Me and the good homies Duncan McNaughton and Noah Tynes. We skate the eight and you're kind of trapped in there. Like they would sometimes come from the outside. Do you remember that? Like mm -hmm. try and trap you. <laughs> so we had to run deeper underground instead of running outside. And we ran downstairs and the security guards chased us down the escalator like into the path. And yo, we're sprinting as fast as we can, me, Noah, and Duncan. And you know how massive Duncan is. Oh, yeah. And he tried to throw down when we were sprinting at top speed. And he's a gazelle when he really gets going. He can get moving. So he throws down, and yo, he immediately got speed wobbles. Like, he's probably oh. never ridden as fast as that in his life. <laughs> and just got pitched to the side and probably slid for, like, 20 feet on the ground. And I almost fell just laughing. It was so epic. But we got away. It was all He good. didn't get caught. No, we didn't. We were far enough at that point. Like, uh, we ran matter. down the escalator. They're coming down. And then we're just booking it. And he just went fucking flying. It was, oh, man. I hope Duncan's listening because uh, that was that was good times, Deggy. I feel like up here we have a lot of crazy indoor kickout stories that most people wouldn't. We got to deal with the winners up here in Toronto. But luckily, there's a crazy thing called The Path, an underground shopping mall, basically, that runs underneath all the financial district in Toronto. But we also have tons of spots in the subway stations as well. The subways are filled with skatable benches. My home subway stop growing up, Warden Station, had a perfect, I think it's eight-stair rail? Yeah. You could hit a bench or two and then hit this perfect rail. And I front-boarded it one day. Oh, yeah. And right after I front boarded it, the TDC cops showed up and most of the homies ran to the subway platform so they could just hop on a train and dip. But they ran, they like chased me out of the subway and I probably ran way further than I needed to. But I ended up what felt like running for an hour, hiding in some bushes, watched them drive by and then ended up getting on a bus to meet back up with everyone. And I just remember being on that bus so shook, thinking everyone was looking at me like oh, I was yeah. the skater from Warden Station, but yeah. obviously nobody knew. And I think we ended up going all the way up to Finch to skate like Finch Ledge and stuff that day. So I had the wow. longest bus ride of sin. <laughs> but yeah. we also have an honorable mention story. I think we may have told this one on the show before, but it's a soft spot for Seifa. Rough day. His ender got taped over in one of our videos growing up. You could take over from here. Yeah, we definitely told that story, but I think it was a different question that led us to it. But we went to the same spot where I was talking about earlier where Duncan like slammed running away. We got kicked out by this crazy ass security guard and then we, we got into Cody's, I think, he was, was he driving a van? Maybe? Yeah, he had this white van. Yeah, he had the van at the time and then the security guard just came up right up to the van across the street and shattered the driver's window, just punched it right in Cody's face. Insane. It, yeah, it was scary. Of course that would happen to Cody, though. Yeah. Shouts to the legend, KB. All right, next up, we got an email from Doug Buchanan. Safe, Dono, who do you think is the most underrated skater? For me, I would have to say Justin Dryzen is one of them. Guy has been in the last two or three Huff videos as a major standout, and his new venture part was insane. 
very technical skater both regular and switch as well he has a very unique style however it does not seem like he's a very well known skater to the public uh, what skaters do you feel should be getting more coverage and recognition as always love the podcast thank you also thank you for finding and sending me that thomas morrison rough cut link on bobby de kaiser shit was hilarious i've got the bus cruise nightmare van video fresh in my mind so i'm gonna have to go with ty beal absolutely killed it in that video give the man some more shine he deserves it maybe throw out pat burke's name too because he's a savage bro oh, ain't that the truth we might have we got to get that fool on next season absolutely man. pat burke dog get your mic ready I'm going to just go on a, on a rant right here and just name a bunch of our homies oh, shit. who deserve some more love. You know what I'm saying? I'm just scrolling through the DM right now. All right. Let, let's spark it off with uh, Xander Mitchell. I'm trying to go like team less than 10,000 followers on Instagram. Xander Mitchell. Dom Henry. Dom Henry. Yo, he's almost at 10K. He's got like 8,000 something. Let's get into 10K. You heard me? <laughs> Dom Henry. Who else we got here? Jed anderson holy fuck legend you know i'm sorry he's got 10k though will mazari youngin doing his thing with dgk love seeing uh you shred in, in cali brian reed brian reed hell yeah brian when we met him it was like he had all the potential in the world all the pop but since the last couple years he's got the control to go with the pop now looking unstoppable it looks like he's back from his injury brian didn't get to see you this summer but we got to change that Yo, we um, saw him in Vancouver for a quick sec. He was I, at the Alzheimer's party. I don't you think I saw him? him. Oh, maybe I did, but I was, was on crutches. I was hella turned. My bad. God damn it, man. <laughs> uh, Tyler Warren, you know how we do. Let's cap it off with the one, the only, Will Marshall. No, and Stefan Boca. All the homies, man. He ain't got 10K. Who? Will? Yeah, oh yeah, Will does. Actually, yeah, Will's got hella love on instagram because he's got the best insta skate game mm-hmm. and my homie taylor clark man shout out to boston they got lots of underrated homies in boston the whole eggs crew benny g all of them man all underrated <laughs> real shit all right next up we got an email from ryu igawa what up bunt long time listener here and i'm kind of feeling some type of way recently i buckled my ankle real bad trying to board side a handrail and it turns out i have to get surgery my question is, have you guys ever had to get surgery from skating? And if so, how was it? How long was the recovery afterwards? Much love from the SF Bay Area, Ryu. Damn, bruv. Hate to hear it. You've come to the right place for encouragement. I got your back, Ryu. That's the illest name in the game, Jeez. first of all. Shut your parents, man. <laughs> yeah. Was that a, a Mortal Kombat thing? Or sorry, Street Fighter? <laughs> If so, that's even more badass. But yo, keep your head up, man. Getting surgery sucks, but if you're in the States and you got to pay for it, at least you don't have to wait a shit ton of time for your MRI and all that stuff. I've had three ankle surgeries, two reconstructions, and one microfracture surgery. And I've come back from all three. The last one was at age 29, and I'm feeling good on the board again. I don't know how old you are, but hopefully you're a lot younger than us and uh, got plenty of years ahead of you. Just fucking do it as soon as you can. Obviously, get a second opinion from a couple doctors or whatever. But most importantly, take your physio seriously, man. If you don't do the physio afterwards, your ankles are going to be fucked and you're going to have limited motion for the rest of your life. You'll be fine, man. I've come back from three. Like I said, I'm feeling great on the board again. And so will you. 
Fuck yeah, Ryu. Get better soon, dog. Alright, next up, we got an email from Ryan Sprout. What up, bump boys? Ryan here from Metro Detroit. I got some fooling questions for you. Let's just say all these guys are in the prime shape of their life. Who you got in an old-fashioned scrap? Weck versus Larry Bird. Larry Bird, dog. I seen Weck fighting on his Instagram. He needs to work on his technique. <laughs> yeah, and Larry's like 6'8 or something. Mike V versus Dennis Rodman. Rodman? Rodman all day. He's Come insane. on. The insane factor in fighting is like what determines the winner. And Mike V is insane as well, but Rodman makes him look not insane at all. And obviously Mike V's chill now, but like young Mike V. He was crazy. Um... Mitch Barrett versus Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> Damn. I got to go with the NBA athlete on that. Muggsy with dust. Mitch's dusty ass. Yeah, sorry, Mitch. Chris Roberts versus Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless, dog. <laughs> Even as his old self right now. Yeah, he's in the gym. I don't know about Chris Roberts' workout ethic. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just like, skinny right now. Yeah, I don't know if he ever had a gym phase or anything. But it would be nice to see Skip Bayless get his ass beat. That's true. Once Chris, do all. it for us, man. Sean Sheffy versus Rashid Wallace. Holy, that one seems crazy, but Rashid's a monster, man. Yeah. When okay. you're putting NBA athletes up against people, like Muggsy Bogues is the size of a regular human. Maybe a little smaller. But like no, he, yeah, the average tiny. big man, Rashid Wallace is enormous. Yeah, Sheed's like 6'9 or 10 and... Like NBA athlete, sorry Sean Sheffy. Sheffy's got the crazy factor, but mm-hmm. obviously Sheed is notoriously nuts too. And then this one's not even close. Nick Dompierre versus Ron Artest. Come on, son. Ron Artest is street crazy. One of the most ruthless NBA savages of all time. He's also, I think, six eight or six seven. So uh, as much as we got love for our boy Nick. Uh, that's an easy qu- answer. It's a rap, dog. On our test. Call him by his real name, Meta. <laughs> uh, but yo, thanks for the email, Ryan. It's a funny game. Speaking of Mitch B, next up we got a voice note from the legend. Let's take a listen. What's up, Ben Brothers? Miss you guys, man. Gonna see you guys soon in a couple weeks, hopefully. But um, the reason why I'm messaging you guys is that I have a little question for Seifa. I directed this question to Dan Pajot, but it's for Seifa. So I was just wondering, would you rather try to switch on board El Toro, but you gotta watch Dan Pajot's bail on repeat for half an hour first? Or would you rather raw dog a Hastings crackhead? Thank you. <laughs> Holy shit, Mitch. You're He did it again. Insane. He's thinking, Mitch. No, I'm actually not thinking. That That's an easy answer. Uh, You're going with the raw dog. Hell no. I'm not trying to die uh, a slow death after raw dying uh, Hastings crackhead. That's the, we drove down East Hastings, dog. You know what the fuck that means. It is crazy. That is some gnarly shit. And they're not crackheads. They're like heroin addicts. That, yeah. Anyways. Um, You're going switch front board. Reggie, you know I got switch front boards like that. 
I think I could at least slide long enough to not die like Dan Pajot. I mean, he's got a beast switch front board too. He didn't slide long enough to not die. I know, but I think I could. Oh, okay. Not that Dan can't. I mean, he almost landed it like the try before. I think he got he landed on it or got to the end or something. But uh, yeah, I would just try the switch front board and uh, hope for the best. But that's a hilarious question. Thanks, Mitch. And we definitely will see you in a couple weeks. At uh, I'll see you at Empire Open, Deggy. You fucking man-am of sin. Says you're a year, Mitch. I hope you've been practicing. I think you're going to place, dog. Yeah, I think skating against AMs every year wasn't enough motivation. Now that the pros are allowed to enter, I think you're really going to come through and shine. He's ready. And maybe earn yourself a spot on like Primitive or something like that. Yo, see that nose bunny did the other day on Insta? That was beast, man. He's ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mitch is, yeah, he's, he's back. Shouts to Mitch, dog. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Keep sending your emails and voice notes into the buntlive at gmail.com. Welcome back to The Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. We are inching closer and closer to football season. And boy, my Sundays are about to get a whole lot lazier. We're going to start off same place we did last week. Antonio Brown back in the news, but it ain't for his dusty old feet this time. He's got a problem with the helmets. Yo, he's tripping. He's, I think he just wants to be in the news. Remember how Absolutely. the season ended? It was all about him and the Steelers. And then, you know, things quieted down in the summer. Now it's almost football time again. So how else can he get every headline to be about him for better or worse? And with him, it's always worse. Now the man's claiming he might retire if he can't use his old helmet. I mean, he lost the hearing or whatever with the NFL. And now he's saying he's not going to retire, obviously. Fucking idiot. I'm kind of sick of him. But when you have him on your team in fantasy, oh my it's always God. a good day. I've always tried to trade for him, but people don't give him up for cheap. And I'm... Uh... I'm a chiseler when it comes to fantasy football trades, that's for sure. But how are you going to go against new technology protecting your head with all the CTE stuff that's coming out? They're doing it for you, you idiot. Like, it makes no goddamn sense. At first, when I heard he wanted to wear his old helmet, I thought he wanted to wear his Steelers helmet for some reason. No, hell I'm no. like, who cares? Give it a new paint job, you idiot. <laughs> but now that he's going against this, like, makes no sense, man. I hope they make him wear the one that Wes Welker had that was, like, extra large. You remember that guy? Uh-huh. Dude, Wes Welker had more concussions than anyone in the league. So he got a new helmet that was like extra big. He looked like <laughs> golden eye big heads, man. <laughs> that sounds jokes. In other news, we love talking about guys securing the bag. But Dak Prescott in the news for turning down one of the biggest bags he's probably going to get offered in his life. $30 million ain't good enough for Dak. Nabi, you saw the reports. He wants 40 million. That's right. 40 million. I tried to tell you yesterday at Sixers Barbecue, and you're like, no, like, whatever. He's sick. You know, his position means a lot. Now, now what do you think? Now that you're hearing it's okay, for real listen, that he's turning down 30 and obviously wants 40. Obviously, it's ridiculous, but 30 million, that's all we're here. And I need to know more about this $30 million contract and why he's turning it down. We don't know about the guaranteed money, we don't know about the term. So who knows, man? What if it's one year, 30 mil, and 10 mil guaranteed? Obviously, that's a turndown. Come on. You know Jerry's made of money, and that ain't... I mean, yeah, we should see what the actual deal offered was, but on paper, just the headline sounds horrible. The man ain't taking less than Carson Wentz, and uh, unfortunately, I can't blame him because I think he wants a little bit more just so he can cut Zeke a piece so he gets back on the field, man. What do you mean? If he takes more, that leaves less for Zeke. 
Oh, he's going to give it to him out of his paycheck. That's the only way Zeke's going to get the money, man. Yeah, right. And looking at the way teams are setting up their running back position, this bell cow, it's a dying breed, and these couple guys need to get their money quick because it seems like every NFL team is going with at least two running backs, man. I know. Their, their next CBA needs to fucking... There needs to be a way where running backs can get paid uh, quicker on their rookie deals because those dudes last on average three and a half years the way that the Le'Veon bell thing went they just keep franchising these dudes after their their rookie deal like it it's horrible it's it's built to dust the running backs pockets man like absolutely I, and and they're fucking killing themselves the most it's it's pretty sad actually it's absolutely so sad they deserve the money i'm with them on holding out Unfortunately, it lessens the product we get to see on TV, but when it means your livelihood and the money you're going to make over your short career, I'm with you guys, man. Melvin Gordon, Zeke, hold out. No ill will from me, man. They should be eligible for a new contract after two years, man. 100%. Because those guys can be studs their first year in the league. They're just, Half it's the all about their are. body, right? Yeah. It's not like being a QB where you might need a few years to figure out the league it's like nah i'm just running through people let me do it for max money at a young age because i'm going to be out of the league in a few more years anyways 100 percent. let's get into what the people are waiting for it's the bunt lives top five fantasy football you want to do wide receivers this week let's go wide receivers because we were the arguing deepest position in the we league, were arguing man. about this yesterday man you're talking about fucking mike thomas i wasn't Essentially, I wasn't trying to put Michael Thomas down. I was just saying you reset the market with every elite player, it seems like, in the NFL. And Dak's trying to do the same for himself. And then you said that Michael Thomas is a surefire top five. And I'm like, hey, he could be a top ten. There's, I could easily pick five guys to go ahead of him. Nah, he's in my Tyreek top five. Tyreek the Freak, Devontae Adams, OBJ, D-Hop. Fuck, give me one Julio more. Jones. <laughs> you did it yourself. No, but I well, I'm not saying I agree with that list though. You can you there's an argument to be made that you could take all five of those guys. But I want there. sure-handed Mike over Tyreek Hill, who's gonna be in jail one of these days. That's for damn sure. All right, so let's start it <laughs> off with you then, Ghost. Let's hear your top five fantasy football wide receivers in for, order. In order, man, from five to one. That's fucking or one tough. to five, whatever you want. All right, I'll go. No, I'll start with the best. You know that's my man Spider-Man, aka D Hop, shooting his dreads out to catch balls what? that seem out of reach. No, he just <laughs> Anyways, I'm a, I'm a D Hop type of man. I like his combination of freak athletic ability and consistency. Uh, number 2, he's more about consistency and he's just a big body and Aaron Rodgers loves him in the end zone. I'm going with my man Devontae Adams. Number 3, you know what I'm saying? Beast of pain. Julio Jones can never go wrong with him. If he ever starts to catch more touchdowns like consistently, he could be number one. At number four, I'm going with your boy Mike Thomas. Can't guard Mike. And uh, at number five, I'm really excited to see Odell with Baker Mayfield, man. Great looking list. Probably wrong, but hey, we're only guessing at this point, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to start off with number five, Adam Thielen of the Minnesota Vikings. Then at four, he was my number one wide receiver last year, and he paid off DeAndre Hopkins. At number three, your boy, Devontae Adams. You need some of that Aaron Rodgers connection. You know he's good for a touchdown and 100 yards. At number two, 
You said it, OBJ working with Baker Mayfield. He's gonna be a new man. You're gonna see 16 games out of OBJ, hopefully. And then number one, you're talking about athleticism, a freakish athlete. We're talking about Julio Jones, man, down there in Atlanta. If this guy can get some goddamn touchdowns this year, that's your number one wide receiver. I hate your list, but uh, let's remember this one specifically and, and revisit it at the end of the season. Some honorable mentions, yo, Juju Smith, definitely ready to pop the fuck off. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fading Juju, man. I'm off the Steelers this year. Yo, me too. Mike Evans, fading him as well. I can't. You can never trust Jameis Winston's dusty ass. I'd rather miss on Mike Evans, even if he has a, a big year, because the risk is too high to draft him early. Uh, what about Ty and Keenan Allen? You can always trust Keenan Allen, man. Is you're talking about superior route running. The guy's got hands of gold, and Phillip Rivers loves throwing the ball. But for me, two guys, if you miss on your wide receivers, you go running backs early, a QB early, maybe snag one of the top tight ends. Two guys I think you can absolutely trust. Julian Edelman, the Gronk's gone. The inside targets are going to open up even more for Tom Brady, and you know Julian Edelman is the man he looks for. And then Alshon Jeffrey, baby. Oh, that's some real shit. That's some real shit. I'm excited for T.Y. Hilton again. Apparently, he's looking real good in camp, feeling great eight years into his career. But there's something about his health and Andrew Luck's health. Like, if they could both stay healthy, T.Y. is a surefire, you know, top 10. But it's a, it's a roll of the dice with him. But, yo, we haven't talked about A.B., man. What do you think him and Carr are going to do this year? I want A.B. on my team as well, man. If I can somehow find A.B. as a wide receiver, too, oh, well, I'm going to be bringing home some rings next next January. He's been so out of his mind off the field that I think I'm avoiding him in all drafts. I like that, man. I like the drama. <laughs> so who's your sleeper? You're my guy sleeper at the wide receiver position. You know I love me some Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so... I want a piece of that Marquez Valdez scandling just in case, you know, they triple teaming my man Devante. And then you can't go wrong with an Olympic type runner in Marquise Goodwin. He was banged up all year last year. Man, if he could stay on the field for 16, even 14 games, flashes of greatness every time. I hope he puts it together this year with sexy Jimmy G, man. I think it was exactly two weeks ago that you said you didn't want any part of Marquez Valdez-Scanling because it's always a switch between him and Geronimo Allison every other week and Devontae Adams is the only guy you want. But hey, my man, if that's your sleeper, I hope you get him, dog. <laughs> I ain't drafting him. I just found so, the hey, spot. That's for the people, yo. So, sorry about that. Yeah, well, advice. we have a listener league now, so I'm trying to send them in the wrong direction. Okay, okay. My sleeper, he ain't much of a sleeper. He just gets hurt all the time. If he can stay healthy, Will Fuller guaranteed one touchdown per game. They really double and triple team your Spider-Man D-Hop catching balls with his dreads. They got to go somewhere else. And hey, Will Fuller's got dreads too, baby. So let's ride. Oh, you know who else I got? My man Cooper Cup, who was uh, fucking on an epic pace last year before the ACL. Mm -hmm. And he's getting drafted later this year. He's been out for... I mean, not quite a year, but you know, with technology and the better surgeries these days, uh, I'm expecting him to play himself into great shape this season. So he could be a killer second half. And the wild card in the wide receiver position, AJ Green, where do you take him? If I could get him in like the sixth round, 
<laughs> you know anybody would take him in the sixth round you going four fourth round hell no i want my my top four to be solid no question marks there we go you heard it from the ghost man and before we wrap up this episode i just want to give a heartfelt goodbye and thank you to my first ever favorite player in the national football league my main man richard matthews announced his retirement on instagram I wish he never tried to fucking do his own contract and basically bounced himself out of the league a couple years early. But uh, wishing you nothing but the best. It was awesome watching you catch 30-yard bombs on the regs from that duster. What's his name? Marcus Mariota. Mariota. Richard, best of luck in life. I'll be a fan forever. Thank you. And that's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Bunt. We couldn't do it without y'all. Thank you to the people.